Welcome to SWAS, the Champion of Wrestling Podcast, episode 108. 909 downloads. We have WWE Survivor Series results for you. Raw results, NXT results, AEW results. Next week's predictions for the WWE deadline. The NXT, pardon me, deadline pay-per-view. I can't believe I did that. The NXT Deadline Pay-Per-View, NFL Week 13 Predictions, EAS Playbook every week, exclusive to Facebook every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Our next week's show will tell you what it is on Episode 87. But this week's show, 86, Bobby the Brain Heenan was our show. And we'll tell you later on what our next week's show is. Book of the Week, Wrestler of the Week, DVD of the Week, Top 10 Singles and Tag Team, Women's Top 10, EAS Wrestling Show of the Week, Match of the Week, This Day in History, EAS Flashback, EAS Stock Up or Stock Down, Rising Talent, Top 50 Wrestlers of All Time of the Total Nonstop Action Era of TNA, 50-41. to 41. From the desk of EAS Entertainment Wrestling Story More on Facebook, Podbean Download, all 107 episodes, True Social at EAS Entertainment. Shoutouts to Robin, Stacy, and Wallace, Ron and Knoxville, Jonathan Detroit Haynes in West Virginia, Buckshot in the Sioux. Mike in the Sioux, Lee in Ohio, Grace in the Sioux, Jody in the Sioux, Mom and Dad on Drummond Island, David in Tucson, that's my brother, and Kelly in Canton, Michigan. We're going to kick things off with some news of the week. Incredible, incredible news from Wrestling Inc. And I heard this, William Regal was talking about this on his podcast, um, the Villain Podcast, he calls it. And uh, if you get a chance... Uh, if you get a chance, listen to the Gentleman Villain podcast. Download it on all platforms. I go through Apple and the Gentleman Villain with Sir William Regal. He had mentioned this on his podcast, but this is giving credit where credit is due. Wrestling Inc. William Regal compares Orange Cassidy to a WWE legend. I'm going to read it. William Regal thinks very highly of AEW All Atlantic champion Orange Cassidy. He's a fellow wrestling legend, the freshly squeezed champion, Rey Mysterio. On the latest episode of his Gentleman Villain podcast, Regal recalled being impressed with Mysterio. In 1996, WCW match against Dean Malenko and wanted to work with the Lucha Libre prodigy. As soon as I saw Mysterio, and this is William Regal talking, I was saying, please put me on with him. Regal recalled adding nearly a year past before he had the chance to go up against Mysterio, against Mysterio. In the first of a series of bouts, Regal noted that the size difference between them, he's six foot three, Mysterio is five foot four, was never an issue. Just knowing how to do a job, he said. Regal said he had a similar reaction and wanted to go up against Evan Bourne after watching him in the WWE ring. Today, Mr. is still WWE. Regal's AEW claimed if he was still active as a wrestler, he would seek a match against All-Atlantic Champion Cassidy, adding he would be happy to flip Cassidy's persona from heel to babyface. To make him do a good of a good guy, as anyone knowing the skill set I know, he said, I'd be happy to wrestle him. Real stress, the synergy between the wrestlers is crucial to success, but both parties have to bring something to the ring to make it make it work for audience. He recalled how he conducted a match for the students with nobody there, with an invisible man, and still made it work. And if you want to check it out, listen to the Gentleman Villain podcast of Sir William Regal. Thought it was a great podcast. I love the podcast. I listen to it every week. It's on every Thursday. And one of my busy schedules, I always listen to his Lordship, Sir William Regal. And a uh, big shout-out, like I said, Rob and Stacy and Wallace and Kelly in Canton, Michigan, along with Jody in the Sioux. That's my beautiful wife. And uh, we got a loaded show for you. Boy, do we. Survivor Series. Just finished this yesterday. I've been busy all week. Been a busy work week. And uh, 
finished Survivor Series yesterday. Watched the whole thing and uh, had some time on my hands. Finally watched my Denver Broncos on the NFL Plus Network. So check out WWE on uh, the Peacock. Or you're welcome, Peacock, for free advertisement. And same with NFL Plus, free advertisement for them. If you had a chance, it's $80 annually. I paid for it. It's awesome. You can get pick your favorite team on the Denver Broncos. They have other um, stuff on the Denver Broncos, um, some history on the Denver Broncos in video form. So check it out. Or your favorite team, like uh, Ron in Knoxville loves the Dallas Cowboys. And same with uh, Jonathan Detroit Haynes, who loves the uh, Dallas Cowboys and Rob loves Detroit and Stacy loves Green Bay. So check it out. It's worth your, uh, the money. Watch week, watch every week of the Denver Broncos. They look terrible this year. Worst team in the NFL, in my opinion. And I love them. I've been a fan for 43 years. So since I was eight years old, so do the math. I'm 51. I'll do it for you. Um, but looked awful. So um, we'll have predictions coming up on the NFL 2022 predictions week 13 already, but we're going to war games. We kick things off with the women's war games match. Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Oscar, Mia Yim, and Becky Lynch. We've got Bailey, Dakota Kai, and EO Sky of Damage Control along with Nikki Cross and Rhea Ripley. Excellent war games matchup. Wonderful, wonderful match. I don't like the plunder in war games. The original war games was 1987, part of Great American Bash that the American Dream Dusty Rhodes created. Uh, for Jim Crockett Promotions and the National Wrestling Alliance. They don't have a lid on, they don't have a steel lid on top, which they should, and it's submission or surrender. War games is what they do, and the match beyond is the secondary one, is the final match. But they're doing nothing, they don't call what they're doing in the ring, and they use too much plunder. But to Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka, and Mia Yim, and Becky Lynch win this matchup. We say an awesome moonsaw from EO Sky, one of her patented hold moves off the top of the cage. Looked awesome. Dakota Kai started the war games, her and EO Sky, along with uh, Bianca Belair and Mia Yim, all have uh, war games experience. The rest do not. Rhea Ripley does as well. Excellent matchup, but Belair's team wins. Phenomenal AJ Styles took on Finn Balor. The OC's AJ Style defeated. Judgment Day's Finn Balor in a classic. This could be pay-per-view of our match of the year candidate. Styles and Balor in Survivor Series became, and I'm not a big Survivor Series fan, I'm starting to, especially with Paul Levesque in charge, Triple H. Um, Styles, Finn Balor, match of the year. Awesome matchup. Guys did all their moves. Styles beats Balor. Ronda Rousey destroyed Shotzi to retain the SmackDown Women's Championship. Austin Theory. He's been got rid of the camera, grew the beard, looks awesome. Took on Seth Rollins, United States champ Bobby Lashley. Austin Theory pins Seth Rollins. This matchup, another candidate for match of the year. Wonderful match. Theory wins his second United States championship. Bobby Lashley spears Seth Rollins. Austin Theory covers Rollins. Perfect ending. A dusty or Triple H finish, if you want to call it now. Austin Theory wins the United States title. Roman Reigns, the Uso, So, Sakai, and Sami Zayn. A lot of people, including EAS, thought Sami Zayn was going to turn on the bloodline. But the bloodline wins Zayn and uh, Jay Uso, hug it out, and guide each other's back to Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens, Sheamus, Rich Holland, and Butch. Uh, Drew McIntyre. Our Kevin Owens got pinned by Jay Uso. Really good matchup, and that was the main event. But Survivor Series, excellent card. 
Uh, next week, predictions for NXT deadline. That's going to be awesome. That is on the 10th of December, the same weekend as ROH's final battle. And uh, we'll have Ring of Honor as well in their final battle predictions uh, next week as well. And I'm sorry, ROH, that I forgot about you guys. And I will have final battle predictions as well on a busy December 10th, which is my brother Dave in Tucson's birthday. He'll be 49. So if you see my brother Dave in Tucson, Arizona, or remember Dave from uh, the Westland days, uh, big shout out to my brother Dave. Love him very much. Monday Night Raw uh, from the Norfolk Scope in Norfolk, Virginia. Man, Becky Lynch kicks off Monday Night Raw, makes her way to the ring with a great reception. Becky Chance pick up. The man has come around to Norfolk, Virginia, exclaims Lynch. Lynch says it's great to be back and welcomes everyone to Monday Night Raw. She missed everyone. A welcome back chant picks up. Lynch says it's good to be back and loves the people. She says a man, a man of the people should be with the people. Lynch enters the crowd and starts greeting people and doing, dialing out five high fives. Lynch takes to a fan named Bobby. Lynch gets crowded to chain his name. Lynch says to Bobby that coming back to War Games after four months on the bench was grueling, but she wouldn't have it any other way. Lynch now talks to a fan named Zachary and says she's ready to go through hell to take care of business. There's a lot of business to take care of. That's what the man does. In time, she's been gone. The injury has changed. A lot of new faces have come and familiar faces have been back. Lynch can't wait to slap the heads off every single one of them, she stated. Started on Friday on Smackle. Bailey continued on Saturday in Survivor Series. Bailey's music interrupts her. Bailey gets to the ring and thought Lynch was feeling humble since she's sitting out there with all the idiot peasants. Then Lynch went on and on. Bailey tells the crowd to shut up. Bailey mocks Lynch over bragging about putting her body on the line. Loud Becky chants. Bailey says Lynch had one brutal match and gets loved. Bailey has had no respect. She's been in the ladder match, last woman standing match, war games match. She said the, the fans are idiots and they have no appreciation for the role model. Bobby shouts, go kick her butt, Becky. Lynch started to make her way to the ring, but she sees Dakota Kai and Neo Sky and the neck brace coming down the steps toward her, and Lynch goes after them. They battle into the concourse. Rhea Ripley takes on Mia Yam. It goes to a no contest. These women beat the tar out of each other, and it went to a no contest. Eight-person mix tag team matchup. Balor, Damian Priest, Dominic Mysterio, and Rhea Ripley take on the OC in a mixed gender match. The Judgment Day wins this matchup. It was a wild brawl. A Donnybrook, if you will. Bloodline talks about Swerve Series War Game. Undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions Uso make their way to the ring alongside Sami Zayn and Solo Sakaya. Jimmy Uso says the blind line is now in your city. Jay Uso says they went to war at War Games this past Saturday. It was one of the worst matches of their careers, and they broke some bones, but they're still standing tall. Jimmy says there are no cracks in the bloodline for the first time ever. Zayn says someone in the back is a little mad. Kevin Owens, Owens is mad because Sami Zayn now is his dog. He's their dog. Zayn hugs Jimmy. Uh, Jay doesn't look Abby and Usi chant picks up. Zane says Jimmy Uso has been on his side until he has been down since day one. As for Jay, Zane says the last six months haven't been easy. Zane says he knows Jay hasn't liked him a lot of the time. The way Jay accepted him into the family on Saturday is very Usi from here on out in bloodline business. They have to handle it. He is on the same page. Jay shakes his hands with Zane and hugs him. The Usos both embrace Zane. They signal for the stoic. Solo Sakai also to do that. Kevin Owens' music hits. Zane warns Owens not to do something stupid like trying to fight him. Owens says he's not going to do that. Owens says he totally understands why Zane did what he did. 
Owens is turned on Zayn numerous times to get ahead, and Owens gets it. But he doesn't want anything to do with Zayn after Saturday. No more fighting, teaming, or riding to show. Zayn says he feels the exact same way. Zayn is okay with never being in the same room with his Owens again. Zayn doesn't need Owens anymore. Zayn has a family now. Owens generally happy with Zayn. And over what happens to him these past few months, now the WWE Universe can see how great Zayn is. So, pretty awesome. Tag Team Matchup, Street Profits versus Ron and Knoxville's favorite tag team, the Alpha Academy. Street Profits on their way back, defeat the Alpha Academy. We've seen these this tag team too much. Needs to end tag team matchup. Needs, in, needs some new talent on the tag team roster. United States champion Austin Theory addresses his victory. Austin Theory makes his way to the ring looking very serious. There's no more cell phone or selfies. Theory gets in the ring and asks, who's the kid now? They all wanted to be the nails in the coffin at the end of his career. They said that the kid had the worst money in the bank cash-in of all time and was stupid. Who looks stupid now, Theory says. He doesn't want to ever be called a kid again after what he did at Survivor Series. Theory beat Seth freaking rounds at the nail muddy Bobby Lashley at the same damn time. That makes him a two-time United States champion. Theory is no longer the next big th- big that. He has arrived and is the face of Monday Night Raw. Burn it down. Hits Seth freaking Rollins, makes his way to the ring wearing a wild lingerie-type outfit. Looks stupid, actually. Rollins gets to the ring, gets in Theory's face. Theory goes to speak, but Rollins pushes his microphone down. Rollins tells him to shut his mouth and let the people sing. The crowd loudly sings Rollins' song. Theory asks what happened when someone is so young, so talented, and so far ahead of every single person in the industry makes the so-called once-upon-a-time future look like the past. Rollins said Theory may have lucked his way into the United States Championship on Saturday, but that doesn't change a damn thing. Theory knows deep down in his soul that Monday night belongs to Rollins. Like this upcoming feud. Dexter Loomis puts The Miz to sleep with a code of silence and get in the Anything Goes match and gets his contract. And the fans went crazy. Dakota Kai took on Candice Larry. Candice Larry looked awesome. Big fire under her, and I'm glad she's back and she wins. Kevin Owens against Jay Uso of the Bloodline. Good matchup. Kevin Owens gets a little bit of revenge and wins in the main event. Uh, coming up, rising talent. Week 13 NFL predictions. EAS stock up or stock down. Still to come, top 10 singles and tag teams. Big shout out to Kelly and Canton, Michigan. Dave in Tucson. Mom and Dad on Drummond Island. And Ron in Knoxville. NXT results. NXT was excellent this week. Remember to follow me from the desk of EAS Entertainment Weekly, Wrestling History, and more on Facebook. Podbean, download all 107 episodes. True Social at EAS Entertainment. I have to tell you, the desk of EAS, Chamber of Wrestling Podcast, episode 108, you're in the middle of. <clears throat> Thank you for the love. I mean, huge love. I had 833 downloads last week. This week, I have 909. Are you kidding me? We're going to get to 1,000. I promise you that. Eo Valkyrie, who wrestled in NXT UK, is now in NXT in the United States and changed her name to Lara Valkyrie. I'm telling you, this girl is awesome. Future NXT Women's Champion. You heard it here first. Road Dog Pac, Molly Holly, and Alondra Blaze break down men's Iron Survivors Challenge. Hopefuls for Deadline on December the 10th. And, uh, they break it down, and I'm not going to play it because half the time I play these videos, you guys can't hear it, so I'm not going to do that. They talked about a lot of stuff on the Men's Survivor Series, or the Iron Challenge, Iron Survivor Challenge, um, but they it was awesome, and I'll tell you who gets in there next week 
because these are quick hits. Might show at the end. I didn't look at it. I'll be honest with you on my wrestle view. That's who I get it from the results, but they talk about the men's and the women's um, iron challenge. There's five and actually four they pick, and then they have a wild card next week. It's 25 minutes. If you get penalized, you go into a shark uh, cage and you're out of it, but the mo- whoever has the most pins at the end in 25 minutes gets a shot at the respective world titles for the men and the women. Um, and Shawn Michaels announced Iron Challenge uh, combatants. Um, let's see if I can turn the volume up on this. Um, I don't know if this will work, so... Um, I guess I should have prepped this, but I didn't know that uh, we were going to have the uh, beautiful video. This has been a great video to know. Um, so I don't know if the video will play. And so, oh, there we go. Okay, it's as high as it can go. We'll, we'll try it. We'll see if it'll work. So I'll move the mic. We'll see if it'll work. Here you go. Shawn Michaels announced an Iron Survivor Challenge. That was executive producer, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels of NXT. I hope that went through. I'll have to listen back and see if it did. But uh, bear with me. The great announcements for that. And I'll tell you next week who I think will win. Seen Roxanne Perez took on Indy Hartwell. Roxanne Perez wins this. She's 20 years old. Looked awesome against Indy Hartwell. Dijak is back. He's under Dominic Dijakovic before. Then he was on the main roster. And then under a mask, and now he's back as Dijak. He looks like the Punisher. He defeat, he destroys Dante Chan. Duke Hudson, Grayson Waller, and a good matchup. Don't like Grayson Waller, but Grayson Waller wins this. Fallon Henley looked awesome against Kiana James, and Kiana James defeated Fallon Henley. Axiom defeats Javier Benel. I like Axiom. He used to be A-Kid in NXT UK. J.D. McDonough against Strikes Sanjay. As Von Wagner, as uh, Julius Creed defeated J.D. McDonough by disqualification. And Von Wagner took on Malachi Blade, and Von Wagner wins this. The main event, Toxic Attraction versus Caden Carter, Cantana Chance, and Nikita Lyons. Toxic Attraction wins this as Nikita Lyons' leg buckles. Robin Stacey and Wallace, shout out to you. Ron and Knoxville, John of the Detroit Haynes in West Virginia, and Buckshot in the Sioux. Thank you guys for joining us here at the desk of EAS, the Champion of Wrestling Podcast, episode 108. AEW results. AEW was awesome. We were in Indianapolis, Indiana, in the Farmers Coliseum. 
Show kicks off with three-time former AEWA world champion, AEW world champion, John Moxley entering the ring. Moxley said, you know, I grew up 90 minutes, 90 miles from here. When I first started, I wrestled here all the time in the Salvation Army gym. That was a long time ago. This has been a crazy-ass ride. You never know what's around the corner, but there are three constants in this world. Death, taxes, and John Moxley. There's nobody that can outwork me. Work me, out hustle me, out wrestle me, out bleed me, or cut or out sweat me. I'm the top of the food chain. I do what I want. I say what I want. This is AEW. AEW ring belongs to me, and you can't bet your ass. There's not a man in the building that has the balls come out here to look me in the eye and tell me anything different. Hangman Adam Page's music hits. Page comes out and destroys John Moxley after they stare down. Moxley said, "You sure want to do this, man? After what happened last time? Oh, I'm sorry. Do you remember last time? Hangman deck Moxley, big right hand." Hangman Page has been out with a concussion. These two are going to collide. Love this feud. Blackpool Combat Club, American Dragon, Brian Danielson, takes on one half of FTR, Cash Wheeler, or Dax Hardwood in an excellent matchup. But Dax Hardwood taps out to the LaBelle lock as Brian Danielson wins this. American Dragon. Absolute Ricky Starks backstage with Tony Schiavone in an interview. Stark, I would like to make an announcement. I'm entering myself into the Battle Royal that will take place next week. The Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal. I'm going to win it because I'm coming for everything you have, Max. I'm coming for your spot, everything that you have guessed what I'm owed that as well. Cameras caught up with Hangman Page and John Moxley, and they were still brawling backstage. May Paquette was live backstage at the JAS and Claudio Castanola and Wheeler Yuta. Claudio said, I need to beat Jericho at final battle. Wheeler Yuta at final battle. Put your pure title on the line, Garcia. Garcia says, okay. TNT Championship Open Challenge matchup. TNT uh, champion and ROH World Television Champion Samoa Joe destroys AR Fox in a really good matchup. I actually liked it. Orlo appeared on the screen after Samoa Joe says, Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to welcome you to a new and glorious era, for I am the one king of television. Wardlow, like I said, appears on the screen and says, I hope you enjoy playing the role because I'm coming for what's mine. This is Wardlow's world. William Regan walks down the ring. Regal says, ladies and gentlemen, your new AEW world champion, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. MJF comes to the ring, hugs Regal in the ring. MJF, I know you people aren't very bright, but when the best wrestler on God's green earth is holding the microphone, you keep your hillbilly mouth shut like I tell you all how our unholy union came to be. Right after the firm attacked me, Regal sent me an email. It said, Maxwell, I see the potential in you to become the greatest villain ever. This time, don't grab the dynamite ring. You just grab the brass ring. We met behind closed doors, and I can say this man is a gen- genius. He told me to use the brass knucks. Didn't just want me to beat John Moxley. He wanted me to leave Moxley with an emotional scar so he wouldn't forget the day he was outsmarted by him, Jeff. Now let's talk about the firm. They kind of respect the firm. They saw a weakness in me and Lake Sharks smelling blood. Why are they attacked? I would have done the same thing even if I harbored resent. I wouldn't go after them because it takes effort. I'm above that. Speaking of things from above, let's talk about this belt. One game, the AEW World Chamber promised I would make changes around here. Out with the old, in with the new. When I looked at this title, I see something that needs an upgrade. It's tacky, it's ugly, and it reminds me of people who held the belt before me. This version of the title, much like all of you, is garbage. Mr. Regal, if you'd be so kind, MJF threw the belt down, and Regal unveiled a new AEW Championship title. All it had was his traditional scarf on the leather belt. And Jeff says, let me introduce to you the Triple B, the Big Burberry Belt. This is now the most important, most prestigious title in all professional wrestling. All because I'm the man holding it. No one, and I mean no one, deserves it to be recognized as world champion except for me. Not any of the piece of trash 
You guys push for not fake tough guys like Eddie Kingston, fake tough guys like Ricky Starks, and the worst of the worst, fake wrestlers like Brian Danielson. Fans went, ooh. No offense in comparison to me, Brian Danielson can wrestle his way out of a paper bag. Mr. Regal, you tried everything you could, but some people can't be helped. Speaking of people who can't be helped, there's a message for everybody on my show. As long as I'm this company in this company, I'll never know what it's like to be on top all the way until the bidding war of 2024 when I will use Triple B as a bargaining chip. If I'm being completely transparent, some January 20, come January 2024, I don't even know if wrestling company wins the war because I'm getting sick of looking at wrestling fans on a weekly basis. Maybe Hollywood wins. Maybe I'm not deaf. Now, there's an interesting amount of you who were over the moon when I became champion. But just call me Mystic Max because I predict you people fickle because you soon enough will see I'm boring. I never wrestle. I always talk. constantly makes his opponent jump through hoops. To those people, I say great, but you people will tune in every week. Triple B, you defend very rarely. I'll wrestle very rarely because I'm special attraction. See my see me, me my wrestle nine times out of ten, you'll have to reach into pocketbooks and pay your money for a pay-per-view. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now in the era of MJF. Oh, I almost forgot Mr. Regal. I wanted to say without these brass knucks, none of this was possible. For 40 years, you give them blood, sweat, and tears for your business, and that's why I want to say from the bottom of my heart, MJF, blindsides Regal, clocks from the brass knuckles. MJF said, he said, I had much to learn, but you made it and deal with the devil. Brian Daniels has sprinted to the ring to check on William Regal. Regal stretched out of the ring. Absolute Ricky Starks defeated Truthbuster Ari Davari in a really good matchup. Will Nightingale, Gale, I don't care for. Anna J.A.S., I don't really care for her. But she wins, and Ruby Soho went after Tay Conte. Uh, QT Marshall challenges all line champion Orange Cats to do a lumberjack match on Rampage in... Uh, Cassie said, okay, fine. Jade said she was done playing games with the baddies. TBS Women's Champion, Jay Carla, in her, uh, she came out for her celebration. Jade said, either you two get in line or you can step. Because you two are eating off me, and this entire company is eating off me. I'm the brightest star in the company, as nobody has been my body, my face, my aura. I'm the real deal. I'm nothing but real. I create careers, and little Bow Wow is a joke, a total joke. Bow Wow appears on the screen, he he was still fixated with Jade. Main event time, AEW World Champion, World Trios Championship, best of seven series. Death Triangle up 2-0 against the Elite. Excellent matchup. This was an awesome match. Could be match of the year. The Bucks and Omega win to retain or to get it to 2-2-1. Two, two, NFL Week 13 predictions. Before we get to that, Rising Talents coming up. And the top 50 wrestlers of all time, total nonstop action, 50-41. to 41. So it's been a great show. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm not going to say your last name or your first name. Good morning. I'm going to say Mesh Siobhan. I hope I said that right. Uh, thank you for joining us here at the desk of ES, Chamber of Wrestling Podcast, episode 108. Downloads 909. Next week, predictions for NXT deadline and ROH final battle. And uh, week NFL week 13 predictions. Record last week, 10 and 4 overall, 102, 102 wins, 75 losses, and one tie. Bills versus the Pats. I won this one. The Bills beat the Pats last night. Atlanta beat will beat the Steelers. Ravens over the Broncos. My Broncos will lose to the Ravens. Bears over the Packers. Lions over the Jags. Browns over the Texans. Jets over the Vikings. Washington over the Giants. Washington's been red hot. Titans over the Eagles. Rams over Seattle. San Francisco over Miami. Kansas City over Cincinnati. The Chargers over 
the Las Vegas Raiders, Cowboys will beat the Colts, and the Bucks will beat the Saints. Okay, EAS Playbook every week, exclusive Facebook every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Our next show is looking at episode 87 on the Blackjacks. Book of the Week, A Shoot, which is book two of three from The Blood Red Turns Money Green by Paul O'Brien. First book is awesome. Second book is even better. Wrestler of the Week, MJF. DVD of the Week, Viva La Raza, Eddie Guerrero. Top 10 singles and tag teams in the women's uh, top 10 is next. The Gun Club, number one contenders, the AEW World Tag Team titles, still at number 10. The Creed Brothers, number two contenders, the NXT World Tag Team titles at number nine. The Judgment Day, number three contenders, WWE World Tag Team titles, down one notch from seven to eight. Brooks and Jensen, the number one contenders, the NXT World Tag Team Championships, fall two notches from five to seven. The Viking Raiders, two time, number two contenders, WWE World Tag Team Championships, up three notches from nine to six. The Acclaim, the AEW World Tag Team Champions, Fell down two notches from three to five. The New Day, the number one contenders, the WWE World Tag Team titles, up four notches from four from eight to four. FTR, the AAA, ROH, IWGP World Tag Team Champions, fall two notches from one to three. Pretty Deadly, the NXT World Tag Team Champions, up two notches from four to two. And the Usos, the WWE World Tag Team Champions, up one notch from two to one. Women's Top 10, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, number two contender, the AEW World Title, falls down two notches from eight to to 10. Rowdy Ronda Rousey, WWE SmackDown World Champion, still at number 9. Tony Storm, the number one contender of the AEW World Title, falls down three notches from 5 to 8. Mandy Rose, the NXT World Champion, last week's number 1, plummets six notches to number 7. Fallon Henley, the number 2 contender of the NXT World Title, debuts on the countdown at number 6. This young lady is awesome. Bianca Belair, uh, Knoxville, Tennessee's own WWE Raw World Champion, up down two notches from 3 to 5. Liv Morgan, number one contender of the WWE SmackDown World Title, up six notches from 10 to 4. Corey J, the number one contender of the NXT World Title, up four big notches from seven to three. Jay Cargill, the AEW TBS champion, dominant, undefeated, up two notches from four to two. And Jamie Hayter, the AEW World Champion, up one notch from two to one. EAS Wrestling Show of the Week, Monday Night Raw. Congratulations to them. Match of the Week, the Elite versus the Death Triangle. Match three of seven. This day in history, December 1st, 1973, Stan the Man Stasiak wins the WWF World Championship from Pedro Morales in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And EAS flashback, this is from 2019 on TSN, the sports network out of uh, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. They sit down with Kenny Omega with Jay and Dan and reasons for not joining WWE and an upcoming uh, documentary for him. What do you want people to take away from this documentary? Wow, that's a good question. I mean, I just hope at the end of the day that they're entertained and maybe they open their mind to professional wrestling. Uh, if they aren't fans, of course. Uh, so that would be people like me, for example. I'm not a fan anymore. Uh, so I try to take I try to take that side of pro wrestling where let's make it universally entertaining for everyone and tell you know deeper stories than what we're used to seeing on television in the year 2019. So um, if, if a person who's never watched wrestling or fell out of love with wrestling watches this documentary and finds it exciting or just take something interesting away from it i'm happy and speaking of uh including more people you were part of a tag team called the golden lovers yes sir. can you can you explain the concept of the tag team to, to people who don't know yeah okay so um back in canada and in the american indies i was just a real athletic dude doing professional wrestling and i never felt that there were uh, there was anyone active on the scene that was quite like me until I saw this video, a DVD, of this guy named Kode Ibushi. 
And as soon as I saw the video of this guy, I was inspired and I felt I have to meet this guy. I have to work with this guy. And I feel that we can do something very special and something very unique together that no one has ever seen before. So I had the chance to go there and wrestle him. And uh, at first we were rivals. So we, we fought against each other and then we developed a real life friendship. And um, I was just supposed to be a one and done guy. Go to Japan for one trip and I'll never be seen ever again. I thought I could retire happily and that would be my wrestling career. Right. But, um, you know, we developed this, this relationship and there's supposed to be two matches. And we said, you know, let's let's throw away that second match. Let's just become a tag team. Let's let's really do something new and cool. Because when we were doing it in 2010, 11, there wasn't really much in the way of tag team stuff. And we just wanted to reinvent the entire concept of two guys working together in the ring. And so we traveled up and down the strip. We, we were lent out to various promotions in Japan. We did crossover stuff in the United States. And uh, yeah, just through that is just a, this really, it's just a very special camaraderie. And, it, you know, we, we kind of, went our separate ways, came back together. And it's just a 10 year long story that I think is 10 year, eight year, no, 10 year, 10 year long story that um, is depicted in this, this documentary. So you said you went over, thought you were going to have one match that turned into a 12 year career in Japan. Mm -hmm. Had you not gone there, mm -hmm. how different would uh, your career look right now? I'd be over. <laughs> it'd, it'd be ball game. I don't know yeah. what I'd be doing. I mean, I, I, I was at a crossroads at one point and I was really into mixed martial arts. I was, I was competing in uh, jujitsu locally and within Manitoba and uh, I really enjoyed it, but there was something, I felt that there's something inside of me that still wanted to be a performer. So even when I was competing in jujitsu and when I was sparring, I wanted to be entertaining. I wanted to put on a show for everyone. I hated winning by points in my matches. I hated when, um, you know, I felt that matches were boring. So uh, I thought I'd give it one more kick at the can and, uh, just when I went out for what well, was supposed to be my farewell tour in the United States, I got scouted and went to Japan for my first trip. And again, the, the documentary kind of covers a lot of that. Um, but yeah. And now you're back in North America. Yeah. So, I mean, things have come full circle. So I had this super long career in Japan. Uh, again, I, th I thought I, at first I was going to be in Japan for one month. Mm -hmm. And then that turned into over 10 years. And then I had thought, okay, I'm going to end my career in Japan, but now there's this whole new big opportunity with AEW wrestling and um, I'm taking my craft and my unique style of wrestling to North America again. And I'm really excited about that too. And you've had the opportunity to join the WWE. You haven't done so. Yeah. Why? Uh, you know, this is, I actually, well, I had a small little stint in WWE and their farming system, and uh, it was called Deep South Wrestling. Right now, current day fans would probably relate to that as NXT. Right. And, um, you know, it just wasn't for me. I learned a lot. There was a lot of things that helped me take the next step after I left WWE. But um, I had always felt that when I had full creative control over my own person and my own ideas, that I could really, um, I could be the true me and the real me and show my full potential. Uh, so you're are, saying they wouldn't, you don't believe that they would have allowed you to do that? Uh, at that stage of my career, probably right. not. So, um, I mean. Great interview with Kenny Omega. And he's former IWGP World Champion, former AEW World Heavyweight Champion, former AEW World Tag Team Champion, and a former AEW Trios Champion. This needs the AEW TNT 
uh, championship and he has all the belts, but a legend in AEW and in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Stock up or stock down? Whose stock is up this week? The elite stock is way up. Probably going to be your future, future AEW trios champions. And I love the elite Claudio Castanova, Castanoli, the future, our second time ROH World's Heavyweight Champion. Samoa Joe, his stock is way up, so is Claudio Castanoli, Samoa Joe, the World Television Champion, ROH, and the TNT Champion. The OC, their stock's kind of in the middle. Mia Yim, part of the OC, her stock is up. Fallon Henley, her stock is way up. Rising talent, Joe Gacy, this man is a future North American Heavyweight Champion and World's Heavyweight Champion in NXT. Joe Gacy's stock is up. Cora Jade, you guys know how I feel about her. Former NXT World Tag Team Champion. Soon to be an NXT World Champion, Brock Anderson. The son of the Enforcer, Art Anderson, in my opinion, a future, future World's Heavyweight Champion. Something that his father did not do, which I'm sorry to say because I love the Enforcer, Arn Anderson. Shoutouts to Robin Stacey in Knoxville, Jonathan Detroit Haynes in West Virginia, Ron in Knoxville, Buckshot in the Sioux, Lee in Ohio, Grace in the Sioux, Jody in the Sioux, Mom and Dad on Drummond Island. We're going to wrap things up here pretty good. The top 50 professional wrestlers of all time, total nonstop action from 50 to 41 this week, and it's going to be good. I think you guys will enjoy this countdown. I know I enjoyed it. I enjoyed coming up with it. We're going to play things out with the greatest showman, like we always do every week. Number 50, Alex Shelley, former world taking champion, part of the Motor City Machine Guns, is at 40. Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy former TNA World Heavyweight Champion, TNA World Taking Champion, with his brother Jeff Hardy, who is a former world champion as well in TNA. He's at 48. Macho Man Randy Savage didn't win a belt, but made a big impact, if you will, in TNA. At 47, the franchise, Shane Douglas at 46, was a manager. Eric Young, Mr. Everything in total nonstop action at 45. Vince Russo came in to help Wright, was the member of Sex Sports Entertainment Extreme at 43. Joey Legend was part of SEX from a World Tag Team Champion at 42. And Sonia J. Dutt, a former uh, X Division Champion at 41. The recap, Alex Shelley at 50, Matt Hardy at 49, Jeff Hardy at 48. 47, Macho Man Randy Savage, the franchise Shane Douglas at 46. Eric Young at 45. Vince Russo at 44, Sinister Minister, Manager of Champions at 43. Joey Legend at 42, and Sanjay Dutt at 41. Next week, 30, or 40 to 31. Next week, 40 to 31 of the top 50 greatest wrestlers of all time in total nonstop action wrestling. Have a wonderful day, everybody. We started early today. Love you all. Have a great day, and we'll see you next week right back here at the desk of EAS and Champion Wrestling Podcast for episode 109. Tell a friend we're going to get those downloads up to 1,000. Love you all, and have a great day. EAS Entertainment. 2020 copyright 2022 have a wonderful day everybody love you we'll see you next week right here at the desk of eas chairman wrestling podcast or episode 109 from the wrestling capital of the world in sault st marie michigan where it is 30 degrees and sunny
Love you all, and we will see you next week. And join us on Facebook for episode 87 of The Blackjacks for the EAS Playbook. Have a great day, everybody. Love you all, and we will see you next week here at the desk of EAS, the Champion of Wrestling Podcast.